Hello and welcome to the Humble Entrepreneur Podcast. I am Rob Terry and this is my podcast on life and business, the lessons and learnings, failures that I have had since 2005, which is when I started out in business. Hey guys, Rob Terry here, the humble entrepreneur, um, just up in the summer house actually, well, the log cabin as they call it, um, just going to do a little bit of a, a video come podcast, now some of this will be going out on video on the humble uh, entrepreneur YouTube channel, and then it'll obviously be um, redone and the audio stripped out and uh, be posted onto the, um, uh, the humble entrepreneur podcast as well, so just a couple of different uh, channels that it'll be going through. So uh, what we're we gonna talk about today? Well, today I'm gonna to talk about bigger business and uh, working with bigger businesses. Now, a lot of people and a lot of talk out there is about bigger businesses and working from the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, and in a lot of groups, certainly in a lot of groups, it's considered to be not necessarily a good thing to actually be working with, um, with bigger businesses. And uh, what they do and the way they do things is there's a few sort of <laughs> myths around it, what they do and how they work and you know terms and conditions and payment terms and all of that kind of thing. And so we're just gonna have a little bit of a, a talk and a run through on them because um, Nationwide Ventilation Company I work for, I own and co-run with a fellow director. We do actually work for some, some fairly big businesses, certainly within our industry. Um, we work with a number of the, the bigger names, people like KFC, uh, Taco Bell. I mean, Taco Bell in the UK are about to explode on the scene massively. Um, one one group we're working with, they've got just got thirty odd million pounds worth of funding to open up, I think, fifty Taco Bell stores across the UK. So you know, a fairly reasonable sized business. Um, other people we work there, there's a number of other businesses we work with through the times, Mitchells and Butlers. They run Harvesters and All Bar Ones, um, other pub groups like Grinking, people like that. We've worked for them. Now we've worked for some bigger businesses, like I say, those were just sort of mentioned. But we also do a lot of work for some. Uh, some smaller businesses right the way down to sort of one-man bands and CAFs uh, around the corner. Um, now, a lot of people think, yep, yeah, bigger business is lovely. You get in there, it's guaranteed work coming in and that kind of thing, which, you know, it can be um, guaranteed work, but there's a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of people think that there's some, some real downsides in working with, with these sort of bigger businesses, certainly in terms of what they do in terms of payment. Now, um, a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, can you wait 180 days, you know, plus, or 90 days plus, 30 days plus, or whatever, you know, that it is that bigger businesses are. Now, I'll be honest with you, we do a lot of work, like I say, for KFC, we're pretty much the sole supplier for KFC in the UK at the moment, and we actually get paid on 30 days from invoice from them. So if we submit our invoice to them, they pay us 30 days later. Now that's quite unusual, a lot of people think, for bigger business, because there's this myth that they're gonna pay you on 90 days, 180 days, or 120 days, whatever it is, but it's not true. It's simply not true. I mean, we get paid by Taco Bell as well, on 30 days from invoice, KFC on 30 days from invoice, and a number of other ones we do. The longest we have to wait to get paid is on 90 days, which is not necessarily a problem, but we'll come onto that later on. But certainly, working for them, the reason we get paid on 30 days is because that's what we agreed up front. Now, working with bigger businesses, it's like many other things, you've got to make sure you get everything agreed up front. You agree your terms, they're, they're a business, they want to work with you as well. Get your terms and conditions set down. Tell them, if you want paying on 30 days, tell them you want paying on 30 days. Now, initially, they may say, no, we're not doing that. That's where you've got to get into some discussions with the guys, you know, getting speaking to the purchasing departments or the accounts departments, 
at the so-called bigger businesses. They're still humans. They're still human beings working on there as well. So get chatting to them and say to them, look, this is how we want to be paid. If you can't strike an agreement with them, don't sign up to it. But don't, after signing up to it, agreeing to it, and then saying, oh, well, I can't wait 90 days for payment once you've already started doing the work. It's too late. Get it done. Get it nailed down up front. Don't get any shocks. It's likewise. You've got to make sure you've got things like your business insurance. Is your business insurance in place enough? Do you have enough level of cover? Working for people like KFC, like I said, that we do, we've got to have a £10 million public liability insurance, which is quite high. But then again, you're working with Joe Public, so they can't afford to. They've got to make sure that they're covered. Likewise, if you're using subcontractors to do the work, you've got to ensure they've got the same level of cover as you've got because otherwise it's you that has to fund the liability gap and you don't want to be doing that, trust me. So you've got to make sure that you get your, get your insurance right, make sure you've got the right level of cover, the, even the right types, do you need professional indemnity insurance, anything like that. But again, it's nothing to stop you working with these bigger businesses. It's easy to work with the bigger businesses providing you know what you're signing up to. And that's what the key is, know what you're signing up to. Don't complain about it after the event. Do your due diligence beforehand, make sure you've got the right levels of cover. Make sure you can fund the project that it is. Now, some, some bigger businesses may even pay you up front. Now, I know, um, not, not to us, but there was one other supplier at KFC, because it's done via franchises, the actual franchisee pays half the money up front to them to do the work so that they can buy the goods, buy the bits and pieces. It all comes back to what you do up front. You've got to get it all agreed up front. The other thing is as well, the other thing to remember is obviously bigger business generally means bigger work, bigger contracts, that kind of thing. There's a lot of people going, oh, do you want to work with bigger business? Because, they, you know, can you handle that work? Well, it's no different to working for a smaller business. It's still the same question. I've got a job that I want you to do or a project that I want you to work on. It's like this. Can you handle it? It doesn't matter whether it's a big business or a small business. What you can handle is what you can handle. So you have to make sure you've got that right and work out whether or not you can or you can't do it. It's no good saying, yeah, you can do it, and then not being able to fulfill that because it doesn't matter whether it's a big business, like we're talking about, or a smaller business. Either way, you're gonna lose your reputation really quickly if you can't deliver on the projects that you've said you can deliver on. And as soon as you start doing that, the reputation starts getting out there and it gets around and you really don't wanna be giving yourself a bad name just for underperforming. If anything, do it the other way around. Tell them a time frame get it done a little bit earlier. So under, under, don't underperform, overperform for them. Give them a longer time, tell them what the terms and conditions are, tell them what it's gonna be. It's gonna take you X number of days to do it. It may take you five days, but tell them it's gonna be seven days. So it leaves you that little bit of extra space to play around with, um, just so that you, you're not catching yourself out. And the other thing is, with bigger businesses to remember, is they move slower than you. Generally, in this group, um, the 4N group and a number of other groups, we're relatively smaller businesses. Um, that means we are the decision maker. I mean, it's like our business. I, I may run things past my business partner a couple of times just to make sure we're all happy with things, but generally speaking, we can make a decision there and then, and it's like that snap. Whereas a bigger business, it's got to go through tiers and tiers and tiers of management, different departments. I mean, there may be a number of different departments. It may have to go through pre-approvals, purchasing departments, accounts departments, and things like that, all prior to you actually getting a final decision on whether or not you can, you can't do something. So they're like onions. Treat a bigger business like onions. Loads of different layers and loads of different protocols and things that you've got to go through. And again, it's just doing this all up front and getting this all worked out so that there's no surprises down the line. That's the, that's the key thing. Make sure that 
you've got it all pre-done. You don't want any nasty surprises. You don't want people suddenly turning around and saying to you, oh, you're not getting paid, or this ain't right, or there's a change to this spec, or you've not done that. Get it all nailed down up front beforehand, because it's only you that's to blame afterwards. You can't complain afterwards that it's not gonna come, or you, you know, payment's not right. I mean, the thing to remember as well is, generally speaking, the larger companies, there are a few examples that are always gonna buck the trend, but generally speaking, the larger companies, you're better off for your money. You're more secure for payments. You can offer on a slightly larger amount of credit if required. The thing is, if you're offering Joe Blogs down the road, um, 10 grand's worth of credit, and he's a one-man band, that's not particularly secure. But if you're talking about working, say, for Costa Coffee, who've just been bought for 3.9 billion odd pound by Coca-Cola, you know they're relatively good for their credit. I mean, we credit check all of the companies we work for, and uh, we do the, the Taco Bell stuff we do for a group called uh, Cascade Catering. And their suggested credit limit, and this is only a suggested credit limit based on past histories and things like that, their suggested credit limit is £240,000. Now, that's nearly a quarter of a million pounds worth of uh, a business that they are saying, uh, these credit checking companies, Experian and people like that, Credit Safe and that, are saying, you can afford to give them without having to get deposits and things like that. Now, that's probably not something you can necessarily live with because if you're getting, and it's been agreed that you're not going to get paid for 90 days on that, you're going to probably have paid out everything. It's like us, we pay out. Um, our labour in terms of the factory weekly, um, then the material supplies can be anything between 30 to 60 days. So you've got to make sure you've got enough money in the bank or enough funding from the bank to ensure that you can cope with that shortfall. Because it could be after you've paid out on it, another 30 days plus before you are actually getting paid on it. But on the flip side, you know that payment is more than likely going to be safe. I mean, yes, there's a few out there that have, you know, big places that have gone to the wall. John Lewis have all of a sudden, uh, not John Lewis, sorry, House of Fraser it is, that's just been sold. Um, and the, the chap that's bought it's not actually gonna be paying some of the suppliers, which is unfortunate, but that is the risk that we do all take in business. Certainly the risk that small businesses take, but again, it comes back to that comfortableness of whether or not you can cope with it. But like I say, always make sure that this is assessed and done up front, because if it's not, don't be complaining afterwards. Like I say, it's only you that's to, uh, to blame for it. Likewise, make sure you've got your terms and conditions set down right with these guys. These guys are gonna have hoops for you to jump through to do it, which once you've done it, it's fantastic. You've got that bigger business, you're working with them, you've got the bigger contracts, you've got the repeat work and all the benefits and bonuses that come with bigger businesses, but make sure you've got your T's and C's nailed down right. Again, it comes down to getting it pre-done, pre-approved, and if there's something you're not happy with, get it changed, because generally speaking with these bigger businesses is they will try and bully you a bit into you know bending to their T's and C's rather than to yours, which is it's fine providing you can live with them, but don't be frightened to go back to them and say, no, I'm not happy with this. We're not gonna do it this way. Man. We get the same thing with, uh, with KFC. We supply them fans and bits and pieces, and if there's a breakdown, they want us to replace the fan within four hours. Well, that's just not possible sometimes. So we've had to say to them, look, we can't do four hours. We can probably do 24 hours, but there is always gonna be an exception. If they phone me up at 11 o'clock on a Friday night and say, this fan's broken down, can you get it replaced for Saturday morning sort of thing? It depends, is our supplier for the fan open? Can we get that? Can we get the labour to get to site on a Saturday morning? So again, it's just getting all this done and nailed down and pre-agreed beforehand. And don't be frightened to go back to them. Use your bollocks, stand up to them. There's nothing wrong with them. They'll probably in fact respect you a little bit more for actually standing up to them and saying, you know, this is how we're gonna do it. This is how we want to do it. If you don't like it, we can't do business together. And there's nothing wrong with that. There'll be numbers of times, there's times when we've done some work 
or we've, we've done some we've one work with bigger suppliers. We, I mean, we won the, uh, the contract to do uh, 10 kitchens at the Strand Hotel up in London. The Strand Hotel, very big prestigious uh, business, but we couldn't agree the terms and conditions on it. We couldn't agree the payment terms on it. So we ended up walking away, and that's the sensible thing to do to protect us and our business, the nationwide ventilation business that is. So, you know, that's what, that's what you need to be doing, but get it done up front. Don't get halfway through a contract and not be able to deliver and then find that out. Get it approved, get it up front, and then there's less of a problem. Um, like I say, you get better, better payments for security. It's also, you're working for a lot more prestigious people. If Sue turn around to me and say, right, I um, nationwide ventilation, we predominantly do Joe Bloggs kebab shop down the road, or I turn around to you and say, right, we're doing KFCs, we're doing Taco Bells, we're doing all of these other big chains of restaurants, Nando's. I mean, we've done 50 plus Nando's sites across the country. We've done them abroad as well, we did Nando's in Ibiza. That sounds a lot better, and that then that starts to help generate things. Bigger businesses that you start to get known by the other bigger businesses. They're looking at you and saying, "All oh, right, Taco Bell are using them, right? Well, KFC are using them." So it starts merging across, and you go from one brand to the other, and it kind of starts self-generating there as well. So the work is uh, starts coming in across boards and across the different brands. So, but again, it's just coming back to making sure you can handle that. No good agreeing it and saying you can handle it if you can't handle it, guys. So. Really just a few of my thoughts on it. Um, I'm sure you guys have got some other thoughts and uh, bits and pieces, so please feel free to post on them, comment them, and uh, anything like that that you wish to do. If anybody else, you know anyone else out there in business that's, uh, that does um, listens to podcasts, that kind of things, and you think this may be helpful or useful for them, share this podcast to them, guys, and let them have a listen to it. I hope it does give you some benefits. I hope it's dispelled some myths. Now, certainly, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of bad to working with bigger businesses, like we've said, and some of the things we've talked about but don't be frightened of it. Just be sure to do your due diligence, guys. And remember, stay humble. Let your success do the talking for you guys. Thanks so much. Bye.